Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Sports Saturday here at News Talk 830 WCCO. I am not Steve Thompson. I am Chris Tubbs. Steve Thompson getting a well-deserved Saturday off. First one in, I think, about 25 years. So it'll be another 25 years before Stevie T gets a Saturday off, but... He's down in uh, South Dakota, I believe, with his, his uh, family, his daughters, lovely wife, Michelle. So uh, we will, you'll get CVT again next week. One thing uh, we will get again next week is Minnesota Golden Gopher football. This is the bye week for PJ Flex squad. And I thought, who else to talk with other than Daniel House? Give him a, give him a uh, follow on Twitter at GopherGuru. GopherGuru.com here joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Bunker Hotline. And, you know, Daniel, when I initially reached out and we talked about you coming on here, you mentioned the word audit during the uh, the bye week. And I figure that's probably a pretty accurate way to kind of describe things. Good time to have that audit after a very under, I don't want to say underwhelming, but disappointing performance against Michigan. Yeah, playing a team like that, Chris, in Michigan, potentially a national championship-level opponent, and you look at how that game plan was executed, everything they set up in the running game, uh, getting the pullers out in space, and tying that into the passing game to influence defenders, hitting on some explosives downfield. And uh, then, you know, defensively, they're one of the best, most disciplined defenses. You All the NFL talent, you sit down and go, probably 20 players on that roster, they're going to play in the NFL. So Minnesota was pretty overmatched in the sense from a talent standpoint. Now I think regrouping, heading in out of the bye week here, it's all about getting healthy, especially on the defensive side of the ball, making yeah. some tweaks offensively, just trying to get back on track. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you mentioned everything that Michigan did and especially offensively. And that's kind of where I want to you know kick this thing off with the Gophers. I thought we were going to see a more explosive and diverse packing, passing attack. At least that's kind of that's the impression that I got coming into the season. But why hasn't it taken that step up like we were all anticipating? Well, I think it's getting quarterback and Ethan Kalik Manis some experience and live game starting action. I think that's what people underrated coming into the season. I know he got experience as a starter at the end of last season, but now everybody has a full off season to get ready for. What what can confuse a young quarterback? I look at Michigan's game plan, for example. Single high heavy team coming into the game. That's their structure, their base defense, you know, what their coverages look like. 
They come out in this game with two high shell stuff. They're mixing coverages, showing pressure packages, bluffing out of it. And you look at that pick six, the first one at the beginning of the game there, they're running a trap coverage where the cornerback is just eyeing up the inside receiver, the number two receiver. And anything that outbreaks, he's jumping it. So they found a tendency on film, were able to exploit it, and, and made the big play. So I think it, the passing game is more about you know, trying to figure out what you can put on Ethan's plate at this point, mm-hmm. what works, what doesn't work. The running game, I mean, I thought the O-line's played pretty well. They've been able to run the ball pretty efficiently from that standpoint. So I think now, maybe during the bye week, they can look at some conceptual things that work, that don't work, and then figure out how they move forward from there. I want to ask you about you know Darius Taylor talking about that running game here in a minute. But when you've got a game like that, and you were kind of you know, telling me all these coverages that Michigan played and you know trying to get Calic Marcus, try to get him you know some experience, what can you take? Because I know you like to break down a film. You're a film guy. What can you take from that game when you get pushed around by a team that I think has you know, a legitimate shot at becoming a national champion this year? What can you take legitimately out of that if you're the Gophers instead of just saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to burn this game film and we're just going to move on? Well, that's just it. It's such an outlier in terms of talent. You're, you're playing a team that's a national championship caliber opponent, but I do think there are some things that you can take away from this game. Just, you know, that, like they said, the coverage side of it, where you saw some things that maybe a young quarterback hasn't experienced before that he has to learn from. But also, I thought they ran the ball pretty well in the early stages of the game, especially at the outside zone. You had, you know, the defensive line kind of overrunning the play and. They're able to get some creases in the run game, but the penalties were big there. I mean, they had a holding, two holding penalties at the start of drives. They had that illegal shift penalty, so that totally derailed keeping them on schedule. When you can't stay on schedule offensively on first and second down against yeah. a team like that, they get you backed up, and then the pass rush takes off. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna be, you know, the, yeah, those dogs are just gonna pin their ears back and hunt. Well, yeah, and when you have that type of pass rush where you've got six, seven, eight guys that you can rotate in all the time, they're so versatile and fast in every aspect of their defense, it creates a lot of challenges. And then, you know, on the other side of the ball, Chris, it all comes back to, you know, I think there's a lot of guys out there that, you know, they got to get some experience here. You got, uh, you know, Devin Williams, you got, uh, you know, different guys like that, uh, Maverick Baranowski. Uh, younger players that haven't saw a ton of extended action that just need to get some reps here with Cody Lindenberg out. That's been a huge deal. I mean, uh, they needed his presence uh, at linebacker. What are the status of some of these injuries coming into the game next week against uh, Iowa? I know that, you know, people are are wondering, you know, what's the status of of Darius Taylor, but kind of tell me what you're seeing from some of these injuries that the Gophers have sustained. Yeah, I mean, Cody Lindenberg was questionable for the last game uh, with the Big Ten availability report that we get now. Uh, he's been progressing through. He, he suffered an injury in training camp and has been working his way back. I felt like maybe they were trying to get him ready to come out of the bye week and give it a go, so we'll see if he's able to play against Iowa. Darius Taylor's the same type of thing. Game time decision last week was unable to go, so maybe he's ready, but it's, it's about those guys that are on the field. You know, I feel like when you look at Minnesota the last game, they missed 18 tackles, and that's the second most tackles that they've missed in a single game since 2019. 
So I start to go, okay, I think there's some things going on here. You know, Michigan, obviously, their speed and space is very difficult to stop. But Minnesota just hasn't had those type of performances where they're missing a lot of tackles. And a lot of times I look at, are you got some guys playing through some injuries? You got some younger players out there. I just think those day-to-day nicks maybe with some guys that were out there, they just needed a week to get healthy here, regroup, and, and fix some things schematically while also getting healthy. We're talking with Daniel House from Gophers, uh, Gophers Guru uh, here on uh, Sports Saturday. Chris Tubbs in for Steve Thompson. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Daniel House MN and also at uh, GophersGuru.com. So let's get into next week's game at Iowa. Uh, I want to ask you a couple things. Number one, how much pressure is P.J. Fleck under to, one, clean up those mistakes and be more aggressive because you mentioned the penalties? And number two, to get over that Kirk Ferentz hump because the Gophers have not won in Kinnick since 1999. Like that's that just seems like one of those streaks that eventually you've got to break. It's unbelievable. I was three years old the last time the Gophers won at Iowa. I, you're I pop. you're making me feel old, that. Daniel. You're, you're, that, that's when I graduated from college. You're making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm on the younger side of things, but still, I was three years old. And so definitely breaking that that drought is something that Minnesota has been striving for for a long time. And this Iowa team, I mean, Deacon Hills filling for Kate McNamara, who suffered a season-ending injury, was just watching the Iowa-Wisconsin game. Eric All, who I think is their best offensive weapon, he went off with an injury, on a uh, uh, got to the sideline, went off on a cart, and wasn't really putting any pressure on his legs. So watch that development. Uh, heading into this week if he's unable to go. But Iowa's defense is the same thing, Chris, where it's that quarters coverage defense where they limit the explosive play. They're still one of the best teams at limiting those explosives. They do everything so fundamentally sound. you got Cooper DeGene, a cornerback, who will be a first-round pick next year. They don't make mistakes. So here's the deal. When you're playing offense against this team and you're Minnesota, when you scheme up opportunities, you got to execute and hit them. You can't have a situation where it's like the North Carolina game and you got three plays there available to be made and you don't execute because Iowa, when they're there, you got to take them. And that's been kind of the problem in the past. So you're talking about the defense. I mean, Cade McNamara, who transferred from Michigan, He's out with a knee injury. Uh, you've got a former Wisconsin backup, you know, Deacon Hill, that's now their number one guy. But he's, he's completing, you know, 40% of his passes. You lose your top tight end. How do you take advantage of an offense that at this point, I mean, I, I, I see the joke. It's like, well, Iowa's going to have more punting yards than they will offensive yards. Like, if, if, you're, if you're Minnesota, how do you take advantage of having an undermanned Iowa team? Well, yeah, and, and they they love to be in these three tight end, and then they'll have two tight end and a fullback on the field. So they're playing the, the old school football just based on the personnel they have and their scheme. And I, I don't think they've run the football uh, particularly efficient. So here's the deal. you got to come into this game with the mindset that you got to be able to play the run well on first and second down. So you're probably – you know, bringing a defender into the box and playing a lot of aggressive coverage on the outside, sending blitz pressure when you get Iowa backed up and you got to get off the field, force three and outs. And then offensively it ties in. They have been able to play a complete game. They need to sustain some drives. I mean, coming out of the second half of some of these games, they've had drives that, you know, three or four drives coming out of halftime that don't span like more than a minute 50 each. That puts a lot of pressure on your defense because you can't make adjustments on the sideline. 
players are getting tired. Like it, there are so many layers to this where offense, defense, and special teams all have to play complementary football. And that's the yeah. recipe if you're going to beat a team like Iowa. You've got to play mistake-free football and take advantage of the exploitable opportunities. And that's certainly, I mean, from looking at Iowa's offense, I think blitz pressure, especially in passing situations, could lead to a key takeaway for Minnesota's defense if they can do that. Well, the Hawkeyes are 5-1 and one overall. They are 2-1 and one in the conference. And again, the Gophers have not won in Kinnick since 1999 when uh, Daniel House was uh, nary a pup. And uh, still... <laughs> Still sucking on the pacifier there, pal. But uh, no, I, I I appreciate you coming on here, Daniel. And again, nobody better to talk go for football and the bye week. Uh, everybody, give you follow at Daniel House MN and check out the work at GophersGuru.com. Man, I appreciate it and uh, have a, a great week of preparation, watching film, getting ready for Iowa, and we will talk to you down the road. Appreciate it, Chris. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy. There he is, Daniel House from uh, GophersGuru.com. I, what I love about Daniel is, like, he's he's a film nerd. Like, he will break it down and tell you about certain coverages, and he'll tell you. I mean, he'll break it down in depth. And as a geek myself, like, I, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. Speaking of geeks, we'll come back. I got J-Lo, Josh Wheeler. I got, I got something I want to ask him that happened last week in the NFL And then we're going to get to some college football scores. Rumor has it, there's a lot of ball going on today. We'll tell you about it. This is Sports Saturday. Chris Tubbs in for Steve Thompson here at New Talk 830 WCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.